Welcome to today's audio podcast from the Church at Bushland. If you enjoy the teaching ministry of the Church at Bushland and would like to enjoy more resources and weekly updates, we hope you will visit our website at thechurchatbushland.com or download our app for both iOS and Android devices by searching for The Church at Bushland. We'd love to know how this ministry is touching your life. Please take a moment to let us know by emailing us at media at thechurchatbushland.com. Also, if you would like to support this ministry financially, you can do so by visiting thechurchatbushland.com slash give. Well, moms, way to go. I'm telling you. I, uh, I'm pretty sure that each of us understand the fact that without moms, we wouldn't be here. I mean, literally. I mean, seriously, moms are like irreplaceable. Moms do more than we could ever think or imagine. Um, and to each mom, I want to say happy, happy Mother's Day to you. And I love you. Gosh, I, um, my mom's been gone for a while. Mother's Day is always weird for me because my mom was taken too early from me and from my family. And so um, I know what she meant in my life. I know the fingerprints that are still on my life from her. And I just want to tell you, moms, what you do is incredible and irreplaceable. And uh, we couldn't do it without you. So today, I simply titled the message, Call Her Blessed. And my text is uh, Proverbs 31. Uh, they use 29. I'm using 28, okay? Proverbs 31, 28. Just one scripture to set this up. And what I've done today is I've, I've taken this in three different formats, what children need uh, to give mom, what dads need to give mom. Dad, you're not off the hook, okay? And then what moms need to give each child. So we'll cover the whole gamut today. Proverbs 31, 28. This whole text, 27 through 31, is awesome. Uh, but I just chose 28. I want to camp there. Listen to these words. Her children, arise and call her blessed. Mm. Her husband also, and he praises her. I want you to think about that for a little bit. Some of you, when I said her children arise and call her blessed, your first thought was, that did not happen in my house today. All right? Sometimes that doesn't happen in your house the other 364 days of the year. But I want you to know something. Think about your children arising and blessing her. Some of you um, understand how beautiful it is when your kids arise and are in a somewhat good mood, okay? I don't know if you're like, Many families, you probably are. Sometimes your kids can go to bed in one state of mind, happy, joyful, loving you. Something happens in the middle of the night. Something slept with them. It's not right. They wake up this different child, unrecognizable, things out of their mouth, behavior. You're like, all you did was sleep. That's all. What is wrong with your bed? What, what are you covering up with? Who? What is that stuffed animal? I mean, you're trying to figure out what in the world happened in that bedroom. But these children arise and call her blessed. So children, 
first you, all eyes on me. Here's what you can give mom. Now, listen, I know mom would love to have Baham, have you know Cancun or Jamaica or the Bahamas, but you're like, I can't do that, Pastor. I know you can't do that, but you can do these. So I'm gonna start real simple. And here's what mom needs, because really mom just needs the simple things more than the big things, okay? What children need to give mom, number one, hugs. I'm not talking about, there's a time in your life when you're a little kid and you give mom a hug and it's like a, what I would call a real mom hug. How many moms get real mom hugs? You know what a real mom hug feels like? So then your kid gets to be about nine or eight or 10 and they're all too cool for hugs, but they still need to hug mom. And then you give a hug and you're like, are you dead? Or like, does your arms work? Can they go around me? Are you like, what are you, a stuffed bear? I mean, they don't, they don't hug. Listen to me. I don't care if you're two or you're 22 or you're 62. You hug your mama. I mean, hug her like you never get to hug her again. And if you ever get too cool for school and too cool to hug mom, I'm gonna pistol whoop you because that's wrong. You need to hug your mama. You need to hug your mama because you know what? When you least expect it, mom will go. And it's hard to live with regret wishing you'd have hugged her more. So no matter what you do, give moms hugs. And I mean real hugs. If you're the size of Brett, Brett, we used to get on the Brett because he would hug too hard sometimes, okay? When, when, they're, when they're, they're, they can't breathe to say they love you, that's too hard, okay? So not too hard, but real. Does that make sense? Some of you could break your moms, okay? Don't break your mom. That's bad, okay? Second is this. Children need to give their moms little gifts, little gifts at unusual times. Moms, listen to me. It's one thing to get a card on Mother's Day. That's a shocker, isn't it? You ever just been blown away that you got a card on Mother's Day? (laughs) It just blows my mind. How do my kids think about that? What about on June the 11th? September 21st, December 1. Why not give mom little gifts at very unusual times? Do you know what gifts at very unusual times mean? I thought about you. You're the best. This unusual day, our normal day, I thought about how incredible my mom is and I wanted to do something for her. I don't know if you're like my home or when I was growing up, my refrigerator was littered full of stuff that we made for my mom. Can I just be honest? That stuff's just flat ugly. It's bad. I mean, it's beautiful, but it's bad. My mom used to, I I brought my mom, I went out in the woods and I'd bring my mom back fall leaves. Fall leaves, it's really precious, Jeff. She would take the fall leaf and put it on the refrigerator. My brother's like, seriously? You hang a fall leaf on the refrigerator? 
Yeah, Jeff brought it to me. Why do they hang it up? Why do they put it up? All the things we make out of popsicle sticks that don't even look like the things the teacher told you to make out of popsicle sticks. Why do fried parents put it up on the refrigerator? My mom told me, because you made that with your whole heart. You made that with your whole heart. See, when you make it with your whole heart, it's not ugly on mom's refrigerator. It's not. It's gorgeous. When you give mom a little gift at the most unusual time, it was with your whole heart. It just feels different, man. It just feels different. Here's one that uh, it, it sometimes loses its muster. You don't hear it as often. Children, can you please just say thank you? <laughs> can you just please say thank you? Can you be just a little bit grateful and quit being so entitled? It, it absolutely does not take much effort to say thank you. And when you teach your kids when they're little to say thank you, why do we outgrow thank you? No matter how old you are in the room or how old you are listening, I don't care if you're two or 22 or 92. You need to say thank you. And the number one person outside of Jesus that you need to say thank you to is your mom. Because for nine months, she put up with you before there was a you. And then once it became a you, she continued to do stuff for you. When most of the time, we didn't do anything for her, but just be us. Say thank you. Be thankful. No, be grateful. Just say thank you. Last thing, children, that you need to give mom. You need to give her hugs, real hugs, yes. You need to give her little gifts at unusual times. You need to say thank you, please. You need to give her applause. You need to give her praise. Look what the scripture says. Her children arise and call her blessed. Listen to me. You know how you bless your mama? By praising your mom, by praising her. Let me ask you, the children in the room and the children listening to me, when's the last time you praised your mom? When's the last? My mom's busy. I don't want to interrupt her. That's not interruption. That's just not interruption. Moms, is there, are you ever so busy that your kids couldn't interrupt you and praise you? You ain't that busy, are you? Moms need to hear praise from their children. Listen, do you know how many times your moms clapped for you even when you didn't deserve it? That was awesome what you sang. That was atrocious. I can't believe they let her sing that. I, I mean, they clap no matter what, no matter how bad you are. Listen, I was, a, I was a white boy in East Texas that ran the 110 hurdles. Seriously? I mean, I would get in my blocks. I'm looking at them eight runners, and I'm like, all right, I'm going to do my best. Dude, I got smoked every single run. But my mom was cheering like I won, made a PR. I like, personal record. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, that's not much of a record. I mean, my mom clapped for me when I did stuff that was terrible. Moms applaud everything we do. Why do we not applaud them? Why do we not praise them? Children, hug your moms. Give them little gifts. Say thank you. 
And please praise him. Please praise him. How does the Lord know that we love him? We praise him. How does mom know we love her? We praise her. We praise her. Dads, not off the hook in Mother's Day, all right? Dads, what do you need to give moms? Well, there's not a whole lot of difference. Dads, we need to hug moms. The mom of your children need hugs from you. Listen, dads, real hugs, amen? Real hugs, okay? Now, if you're like my wife, my wife's like, nah, you're sweaty. No sweat. <laughs> Melissa doesn't like sweat. She's no sweat, all right? I come back from a run, I want to give her a hug. She's like, mm-mm, nope, nope, proud of you, but no hugs, all right? Give hugs. Give hugs, dads. Give hugs in front of your children consistently and often because what they see you do, dad, they will echo. It's such approval. Man, when your kids are 16, 17, 18, hug their mama. So your son will always know how to hug a lady. And he'll hug his wife too. Dads, talking to me too. We got to give little gifts at unusual times. Ain't nothing better than Melissa called Natalie and go, guess what dad got me? Why dad get you something? It's not your birthday. It's not Mother's Day. It's not Christmas. You don't need anything. I need stuff, but you don't need anything. That's Natalie, all right? I need stuff. You got a teenage daughter? I need stuff, but mom, she don't need nothing. She got me. She don't need nothing else. Hey, give them gifts at unusual times. Listen to this, for no reason. No reason. Little gifts at unusual times for no reasons. And dads, hmm, what we need to give mom, we need to say thank you. We need to say thank you. We need to show gratitude. We need to be grateful. If no one is going to say thank you, if the kids aren't saying thank you, it's probably because why? Dad's not saying thank you either. Listen, thank the woman that you married, that you raised, those beautiful angels that God sent you together. Tell thank you. Tell her thank you all the time. Tell her thank you, tell her thank you, tell her. Well, I, I mow the yard, she knows I'm thankful. <laughs> that is not a love language for any woman, okay? I'm just sorry. Well, I vacuum, that's great, but you're doing that for yourself. So put the vacuum up, put the mower up, and just say thank you and show gratitude for who she is, for who she is. And last, dads, I want to go back to Scripture because I think what we ought to always want to do in front of our children and our wives is model Scripture. So I want to go back to our text, Proverbs 31, 28, and he addresses us, and he says, her husband also, and he praises her. Mm. Now, I don't want the wives and moms in the room and listen to me to walk around with a Bible for the next six months and go, see right there? See right there? You're not doing that. That's not, you ain't been doing that right there. Don't do that. Don't use the Bible as a weapon. Just remind them of the Bible, Okay. And he praises her 
and he praises her, and he praises her, and he praises her. I'm telling you right now, you can't praise her enough. And as you praise her and you praise her and you praise her, guess what happens? All those little children behind you, they will praise mom and they will praise mom and they will praise mom. Why? Because what dad does, kids do. Praise her, man. Praise her. Praise her. Children need to give mom hugs, little gifts, say thank you and praise. And dad, you need to give moms hugs, little gifts, Say thank you and praise her and praise her. Last thing is this. So mom, it's Mother's Day. It's a day we normally get stuff or be given stuff or be taken to eat or our favorite place or favorite food or flowers and cards and all kind of things. But mom, there's something that we can give each of our children that is the best gift ever, 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 ever. There's not a two. There, there's a second thing you can do for your children, but it's so far behind number one that it doesn't even know it's in the same race. The greatest gift, the greatest thing that you can ever do for your children is to teach each of your children who they are in Christ. That is the greatest thing you can ever do as a mom for your children. Each of your children, you teach them who they are in Christ. I've told you a story before. I, uh, I played a tremendous a lot of sports when I was growing up. That was my deal. And so I want to go all the way to the last time I ever took the field in high school. We were in a quarterfinal playoff game, and I was pitching. I threw a complete game, and I got beat two to one. And I had a tremendous game. I mean, I struck out a slew of people, 17 to be exact, but who's counting? No, still remember, all right? But I walked two people. I walked two people. And as usual in baseball, both those walks scored. My dad made, a, made much of the two walks, and he should, because I made much of the two walks. So all the way home, thought about it. Never take that field again. I'll never put this uniform on for this team again. I'll go down as a loser my last game. I lost my last game I ever played because I walked two people. And all the way home, it's what I thought about. It's what I beat myself up with. So I get home. It's late. I shower. I get a snack. And I'm laying in bed. And I keep playing over every inning, every pitch. Those two walks, both of them to the shortstop, redhead, freckles. Sorry, way too visual, okay? But that's what I was thinking over and over. And I heard these little feet pitter-patting down the hall. And it's my mom. I knew it was. My mom's not big. She's a little thing. But my mom's not big, but she has a thing called spunk. And if you've ever met spunk in a mom, mm, mm, don't even want to get with, don't mess with spunk, all right? 
So I'm laying there, and she comes and she says, you good? I said, no. And I told her just what I told you. And she grabbed me. She grabbed my little, I had the blanket right here. She grabbed my hands up right there, and she said, look at me. Look at me. And I'm 18, okay? And she's treating me like I'm eight, okay? She said, you, you will never, ever, ever be defined by what you do between two white lines. You will always be defined by what Jesus did for you on Calvary. And nothing, nothing, nothing can erase what Jesus did for you on Calvary. Many things will change in your life, Jeff, but that will never change. You are in him forever, and you're a king's kid. And she leaned down and she kissed me on the forehead. She said, good night. I want you to understand something. The greatest gift that you can teach your children is what defines them, who they are, who they are in Christ. Each child will have special talents, special skills, and special gifts. If you have more than one child in your house today, they are all different from the same mom and daddy. They have different talents, different skills, different gifts. Each child will grow up. Some of you are like, you sure? They will. They will grow up, okay? They will do something in school, in college, and in life. They all will. And it will change a lot, okay? But here's what I want you to understand. There's a big but here, okay? What you do is not who you are. You gotta listen to me. What you do is not who you are. I was Jeffrey Wayne Ponder who pitched in high school. I got beat, I lost my last game. But that does not make me a loser. That makes me have lost a ball game. I am not a pitcher. I'm a kid that pitched. Your son and daughter may grow up and be a doctor. They're not a doctor. That's what they do. So if they ever stop being a doctor, they still know who they are. Your son or daughter may date people in high school and do different things in high school, but what they do and who they date does not define who they are. So when boyfriends and girlfriends change, it doesn't define who they are. It doesn't make, oh, I'm okay with my boyfriend. I don't know what I'm gonna do the rest of my life. Seriously, he's a loser. Yeah, I'm glad you broke up with him, all right? Not, I mean, he's not a loser, but you know what I mean? I mean, some people are devastated because of the relationship. A relationship will never define who you are. The woman at the well tried that. She had five husbands living with a man. Jesus said, mm-mm, I'll define who you are. I'll define who you are. Mom's the greatest thing you can ever do for your children. It's for each one of them, you tell them who they are in Christ. You tell them that Psalm 139 says that they are fearfully and wonderfully made, that God knit them together in the mother's womb. You tell them that John 3, 16, Jesus loved them so much that he died on the cross for them, that whosoever believed in him should not perish but have everlasting life. You tell them that while they were yet sinners, Christ 
died for them. You tell me, Romans 10, 9 and 10 says, if you believe in your heart, confess in your mouth that Jesus is Lord, you shall be saved. For verse 13 says, for everyone that calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. You tell him John 3, Nicodemus said, what do I do? There's gotta be more. There is more. You've been born of flesh. Now you gotta be born of the spirit because everybody's born of the flesh, but not everybody's born of the spirit. And everybody born of the spirit has eternal life. You tell them about John 4. I just mentioned it. The woman at the well, you tell them, Jesus will become in you, son or daughter, a well springing up to eternal life. So you will never have to keep coming here to draw water because I will always be your water source. In this world, that has nothing that satisfies you. Jesus will be the only one that satisfies you. You tell them 2 Corinthians 5, 17 says, I'm a new creation in Christ. The old is gone, the new has come. You tell them Acts 1, 8 you will see power and the Holy Spirit comes on you. You tell them Ephesians 5, 8, when Paul says, don't be drunk with wine, be filled with the Holy Spirit. You be baptized by the Holy Spirit. You be immersed in the Holy Spirit. You be filled with the Holy Spirit. You keep in step with the Holy Spirit. You don't leave home without it. Forget MasterCard, all right? You tell them John 10, Jesus said, I know my sheep. My sheep know me. I call my sheep by name and they follow me. You tell them who they are in Christ. You tell them they'll follow you. You tell him John 16, 12, Jesus said, I leave with you the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit says, I got much to say to you. You tell them no matter where you go, the Holy Spirit goes with you. And if you don't know what to do, you call on the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit's got much to say to you and he'll tell you what to do. He'll tell you what to do. You tell him Hebrews 13, 5, Jesus said, guess what, boys and girls? I don't change. I don't change. You'll never leave me. I'll never leave you nor forsake you. I'll always be with you. No matter where you go, I'll be with you. You tell him Hebrews 13, 8, Jesus says, I'm the same yesterday, today, and forever. You tell him Ephesians 1, 6, he that began a good work in you, be confident in that because he will complete it till the day of Christ Jesus. You tell him Philippians 2, 13, it is God who works in you to will and to act according to what? His good purpose. You tell him Jeremiah 29, 11, you tell him that. He knows the plans he has for you, plans to prosper you, plans to give you a future and a hope. That's their God. You tell him Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding, but in all of your ways, you acknowledge me, the Lord, and I will direct your path. You tell him Psalm 113, 3, from the rising of the sun to the going down of the same, the name of the Lord shall be praised. You tell him they're joint heirs with Christ. You tell them the Holy Spirit lives inside of them. It's deposit guarantee in their inheritance in the kingdom one day. You tell them they will always be a king's kid and nobody can whoop your daddy. You tell them that they're an enemy to the devil. Let them know who, this, who their enemy is. You tell them that all he wants to do is kill, steal, and destroy their life. But Jesus came to give you life more abundantly. Every single day that you get a chance for your son or daughter, you tell them who they are in Christ. Because if you think for one minute when they go out into that world, they're gonna get told that, they're not getting told that. So if, you're, if, if they're gonna learn it and they're gonna hear it, they're gonna have to hear it from you because they're gonna tell them all kind of stuff that's not true. And you wanna make sure that no matter what happens, no matter what happens, their foundation is on a rock. We know more than any time than right now that who you are in Christ is very, very 
important. Listen to me. Who you are in Christ tells you that the wisdom comes from God, that the fear of God is the beginning of wisdom. So you, they know that the wisdom comes from God. Right now, in a time like this, you want your son or daughter, no matter where that life might find them, they'll be able to hear stuff, read stuff. We live in information world. You'll be able to run all the information, all the stuff they hear through the word of God, through who they are in Christ, so they can sort out exactly what God wants them to hear. Because there's a lot of people out there today that still think this is all about a virus. Let me tell you, it's not about a virus. It's not about a virus. It's much bigger than that. And wisdom from the Lord and wisdom on knowing who you are in Christ and wisdom from the word from the word will teach you that. Will teach you that. I want you to go to a couple more scriptures. Galatians 1:10. Galatians 1:10. This is why you tell them who they are in Christ. Galatians 1:10. Am I now trying to win the approval of men? Are of God? It's a great question. Your son or daughter will always, always, always tackle that question. You may be tackling that question too. Am I trying to win the approval of men or of God? Or am I trying to please men? If I were still trying to please men, I would not be a servant of Christ. Am I trying to win the approval of man? Listen, when mom told, my mom told me that when I was 18 years old in that bed, she said, you will never be defined by two white lines, what you do between them. You'll always be defined by the cross, okay? Listen to me. She had no idea what her son would grow up and be. Listen, my chair that I sit in as a senior pastor can always be entertained and always be tempted by man. You need to preach out of this Bible. You need to sing this song. You need to do church this way. You need to start church this way. We need to sit like this. The lights need to be like this. Tim needs to be like this. The sound needs to be like this. You need to do this. You need to get this mission. You need to get this. You need to do this. You need to do this. Listen, I got all kind of help in how to do church. Some will take me to lunch and tell me how much they love me and how they're going to help me be a pastor. But I listen to one person. One. His name's God. Everything that people tell me I take to the Father. Sometimes I do exactly what that person gave me an idea to do. Not because that person gave me an idea, but because God said yes. Listen, your son or daughter cannot dance to music that man or people make for them. They can't. They won't know who they are. They will go nuts and they'll come home and live with you when they're 32, all right? That's not empty nest. Right, that's suicide, okay? So you don't want that, okay? You want them to know who they are, not based on what man says about them, what man wants them to do. They got one audience, and their audience is Jesus. They dance for Jesus and Jesus only. Their approval comes from God and God alone. That's what you want for your son or daughter. When you do that, it's the greatest Mother's Day gift you can ever, 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 ever have, and you'll have it 365. 365. One page over. Galatians 2.20, here's how you do that. A constant reminder of this. I have been crucified with Christ, and I no longer live, but Christ lives in me. In the life I live in the body, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself up for me. 
Who am I? I'm in Christ. In the life I live, I live by faith. In the one who gave his life for me. You will never be defined by what you do, but by who you are, whose you are. Listen, what you do will always change. If what you do is this and you lose your job, do you lose you? No, because I am not my job or my title or what I do. I am his. I'm a king's kid. I've been bought by a price. I've been redeemed by that price. I've been been redeemed by Jesus. He's coming back to get me. I am his child. He has a plan for my life. He doesn't have a title for me. He has a plan for me. The greatest gift you can give your child as a mom is every single day that you get an opportunity, you sit beside them. And even in their prayer time, and even when they're big, you remind them who they are in Christ. And when you do that, can I say something to you moms? Every day is Mother's Day. (laughs) He said, boy, you make that sound simple. It's not simple. But listen to me. There'll be days hmm, but they don't want to listen to you. They don't want to hear what you say. That breaks your heart. But when you have reminded them all their life who they are in Christ, when you're not talking, he is talking. And you ever tried to outrun God's voice? You can't do it. You can't do it. So moms, tell them who they are in Christ and stick the Holy Spirit on them and they'll never outrun him. And you always tell them, no matter how old they get, even if they're 35 and they come home with wife and your grandkids, right? you tell them who they are in Christ and that what they do is not who they are. Happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day. Let me pray for you. Father, we love you. God, thank you for moms. Mm. May we as children hug our moms, give them little gifts, say thank you, and applaud them. As dads, may we hug them as well. May we give them little gifts. May we say thank you. And may we be first to praise them. And as moms, moms want nothing more than to please the father. God is screaming at them. Tell them who they are in me. Tell them who they are in me. So moms, I pray for you that every day you tell them who they are in Christ. Tell them that what they do is not who they are. And every day will be Mother's Day for you. God, thank you for your presence in this room. Thank you for what you have said. I pray that every mom sound of my voice, has a day like no other. May they get more hugs than they've ever had. May they get little gifts. May it be a tons of thank yous going their way. And may we constantly praise them, not just today, but every day, because we can never repay them for all they did for us. God, we love you and we love our moms and we celebrate them today. In Christ's name, amen, amen, amen. Thank you for listening to this week's podcast from the church at Bushland. We exist to help people know God, find freedom, discover purpose, and make a difference. 
We hope you will stay connected by following the ministry on Facebook and Instagram, by using the church at Bushland, and on Twitter by using at TCA Bushland. 